What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rest of Season Rankings Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bart Wheeler. I'm doing another solo podcast, so I'm not joined by my co-host, Andrew Seifter, this time around. Uh, but I'm going to do a little bit different show this time. Uh, I'm going to focus on some gambling futures for the NFL this year. So I've been writing some 32, like all 32 team articles up on the site at rosrankings.com. You may have seen some of those. The latest one I did was a value guy for fantasy. Well, I'm going to dig into one one or two things I might bet for each team. I've already bet some of these. Uh, and I'm going to get into some team futures, some player props, a little mixture of everything. But um, before I get into it, there's actually the last couple of days been a lot of news and notes around the NFL. So let me just run through some of those real quick. Um, the big one today was that Tampa Bay Buccaneers signed Julio Jones to a one-year contract. So pretty interesting there. Um, it was kind of telling that I think, you know, with Matt Ryan going to Indy, it sounded like the Colts didn't even really kick the tires on trying to sign Julio. But hey, he's in uh, he's in Tampa with Tom Brady to go along with Mike Evans. You know, Chris Godwin uh, looks like he might be healthy for Week One. We'll we'll see. Uh, you got Russell Gage there. Now you've got Kyle Rudolph added to the mix with Cameron Brait, and of course you know, looming could be Gronk unretiring. I feel like this might only make him want to come back and try to make a run at one more ring uh, with some other new guys there, like Akeem Hicks on the defensive end. And I mean, Tampa's just loaded up. So I'll get into a prop or two for them later, um, maybe around the future. So uh, let's see. Aaron Rodgers showed up to training camp looking like uh, Nick Cage and Con Air. So that was, that was interesting. Uh, I don't know if you saw any of the pictures. If not, check it out. Uh, he definitely looked like <laughs> Nicolas Cage. I guess it could have been worse. He could have come looking like Nicolas Cage in Raising Arizona or some other movie. Um, going back to Tampa, I saw that Leonard Fournette is down 240, 245 pounds. So back to some playing weight. So that, that non-story from like a week ago where everyone thought he was showing up overweight. Well, turns out he's a professional athlete and can get back into shape in a matter of week, like a week. So he's all good there. Um, couple of down notes. Chris Carson retired. Uh, he was pretty much buried in our rankings. Uh, anyway, I know mine. I think Andrew's as well. I don't think either one of us was really thinking that he would come back this season. Uh, and so that just kind of opens the door even more for the rookie Ken Walker. And um, I still like Rashad Penny a lot in redraft. Uh, so I'm sure we'll be talking about those guys in the coming weeks. Uh, a couple other rookies on season ending IR. Unfortunately, Justin Ross with his foot issues, everyone knew the health concerns coming out of Clemson. Uh, the Chiefs uh, signed him as an undrafted free agent after the draft, and he's uh, he's on the IR. So, at least for di- for dynasty purposes, uh, you can stash him on your IR, and you don't have to probably worry about him too much. But definitely a bummer, and definitely off the list for redraft. And John Mechie for the Texans. It turns out uh, he has some form of leukemia, um, which is really sad to hear. But Sounds like he's going to be on season-ending IR as well. Hopefully he can get back on the playing field uh, next year. Uh, a couple other notes. Uh, Joe Burrow had his appendix removed, so that was kind of <laughs> out of the blue. We're getting all sorts of training camp notes now. Uh, sounds like he's going to miss some practice, of course. But, um, yeah, it's early enough. I mean, we still got, what, six weeks or so till first game, so I think, I think Burrow will be just fine. Uh, James Robinson avoided the pup list, which was really promising um, to see. I actually had Et- Travis Etienne really high, still do, um, but I don't know. I wasn't thinking that James Robinson would uh, be really healthy uh, right out the gate. So we're seeing a lot of guys hitting the physically unable to, to perform list. 
Uh, I think Andrew and I talked about Michael Thomas in our last episode. I think uh, Clyde edwards is on the list today. Tons of guys. So some of it might just be non-stories, but when guys like James Robinson avoid going on the pup list to start the season, I think it's worth noting. And then the last quick note, I had a Kyle Shanahan quote talking about this is Trey Lance's team. Really good to hear. Uh, I think most people in the fantasy community kind of already knew that and knew that this was going to be the Trey Lance show from day one this year. But, you know, Jimmy G was still lingering around, so I think some people sort of had their doubts. I think uh, Shanahan had said something something to the effect of, you know, if Jimmy was, you know, didn't have the surgery, he probably would have been traded, yada, yada. So, like, they made up this, this, you know, they made up their minds on this a while ago. So, kick the tires on Trey Lance. I think uh, I wrote about him as my value guy for the 49ers in that article I wrote. Uh, I think his ADP was still over 100. I think it's going to settle around 70 or 80. Uh, I think he's going to start, people are going to start drafting him in the kind of the Russell Wilson area even. Um, definitely ahead of guys like Aaron Rodgers. So if you want Trey Lance this year in redraft, you're going to have to go out and grab him, you know, probably in like the sixth, seventh round. Um, okay, so those are the news and notes. Let's go ahead and get into uh, today's show, which again, we're going to get into some some futures. And I'm just going to go right down the list. We're going to start with Arizona. I went to some different sports books. Um, I started on DraftKings because that's where I saw um, the lines first. But I jumped around to like BetMGM, FanDuel. I'm sure there's others, you know, that people can use. I'm in the state of Virginia, but depending on where you are, you might have different apps and things available uh, to you. So shop around is what I would say. I do the same thing when I bet on other sports. Like golf's a big one. Uh, lines can vary so much from from app to app. So anyway. Let's get into it. Arizona Cardinals. Um, the one I like the most for them is, uh, I think I like uh, James Conner and Zach Ertz to combine for over 17 and a half touchdowns. So that's rushing, receiving, what have you. Uh, and that's at plus 330. So we all know that James Conner had a really good season last year. He had 15 rushing touchdowns. Uh, he had three receiving touchdowns. So he had 18 touchdowns himself last year. So he would he would have he would have hit this by himself. I don't expect him to do that again. But when you throw Ertz into the mix, I mean, this is a guy who hasn't scored double digit receiving touchdowns in his career. But as a tight end, I mean, he had three last year with Arizona in eleven games. We saw him in Philly have six to eight touchdowns, kind of in the prime of his career. So maybe he falls somewhere in the middle, three four touchdowns to add in. Connor's the guy there, so I like this one at you know better than three to one odds. All right, um, next one is the Falcons. So I've got a couple here. Um, one is, so for, for props, uh, Cordero Patterson and uh, Kyle Pitts to combine for over 11.5 touchdowns, right at even odds. So Kyle Pitts had a great rookie year, uh, but he only had one touchdown. He had over 1,000 yards, one touchdown, uh, but for a rookie, you know, really solid. Cordero Patterson obviously broke out last year just kind of came out of nowhere. He had six rushing touchdowns. He had five receiving touchdowns. So again, if you look at last year's stats, these guys would have would have hit this. So maybe uh, maybe this is a sucker bet looking at last year's stats. But um, this was the only one looking at the DraftKings specials that I actually kind of liked. Um, I don't think I would bet this one, but I wanted to have one to come up with for each team. What I would actually take a look at is uh, team props. So if you go over to BetMGM, you can bet on the Falcons to start 0-4, and that's at plus 225. 
And I kind of like that. Um, if you look at their schedule, I mean, the Falcons are just, they're not going to be good this year. Um, I think this is a team that could win two or three games, to be honest. And, uh, you know, if they start 0-3, you could actually uh, you could actually hedge this before the season starts. If you think that might happen, you could say their first win would come week four against the Browns at 7-1. to one. So you could kind of hedge your bet a little bit there if you think, okay, the Falcons are going to start definitely 0-3, maybe 0-4. You could do a little hedge if you wanted to get crazy and look at their schedule and say, you know, I don't think they're going to win till week eight, maybe versus the Panthers at home. That's uh, fifteen to one over at FanDuel. So, some interesting, interesting bets as we as we dig in here. Um, I'll go through some of these kind of quick. Other teams I have a lot. So, Baltimore. I don't have a ton here. Uh, looking at some of the ones that are available right now, I thought the the interesting one uh, is actually Justin Tucker to not miss a field goal at twenty five to one. Now, again, this is. 25 to 1 is a long shot, but and we haven't seen Tucker do this in his career, but he's come close. Um, 2016, he was 38 for 39 from from uh, for field, from field goals. 2019, he was 28 of 29. So he's had a couple seasons where he only missed one. And last year, he was 35 of 37. I mean, this, this is a guy, he's the best kicker in the league. He's great. I think the only reason he's going to miss one or two is because he's probably going to attempt one from 60 yards or something, you know, but... Like we saw in Detroit last year, he might hit that too. So I just, I think this is a fun bet. My wife's a Ravens fan. Uh, at 25 to 1, I'll put, uh, I'll put like 2 or $3 on that one probably. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I'm not going to bet on all these, but I'm going to bet on quite a few. Um, all right, Buffalo. So there's quite a few here you could do with Buffalo. Um, the one that I thought I was going to take was... Bills to win all of their regular season home games and the AFC conference, which was 50 to one. But then I went back to DraftKings today to check some of these and it was, they changed it to Josh Allen to lead the league in passing yards as the second part of it. So I didn't like that. So I'm not going to take that one. What I am going to take is Josh Allen to have the most interceptions thrown. So this might seem a little bit strange, but it's 50 to one. So, you know, put a couple bucks on this. You could win $100 if Josh Allen leads the league in interceptions. And, I mean, you know, if you look at – he had he had 15 last year, which was right up there, you know, just a couple short of the most in the league. He's had – in his short career, he's had 12, 9, 10, and like I said, 15 last year. So, you know, there was, there was a kind of a crazy year where Jameis Winston, I think, led the league in interceptions with like 30 or something, which was insane. But most years, I mean – 15 to 18 interceptions uh, will do it. And Josh Allen's a guy where, as long as he's healthy, he's going to play 17 games, So, uh, and he'll sling it around. So, I don't know, kind of like Josh Allen to uh, lead the league in interceptions uh, at, what did I say, 50 to 1. Again, that was over at, I saw that one at DraftKings and MGM. I think at FanDuel it was like 20 or 30 to 1. So, seemed like a pretty good value there. Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers. Not a ton that I liked here. Um, I will point out that uh, they have one on DraftKings that's uh, DJ Moore slash Robbie Anderson over 1,750 receiving yards. And that's at plus 150. So $100 to win 150. I kind of like that one. I mean, you have Baker Mayfield there now. Uh, If you look at, I mean, if you look at DJ Moore, uh, you know, he's had over 1,100 yards each of the last three seasons. I like him to do that again. I mean, a couple of those seasons, he only played 15 games. So, I mean, I could easily see DJ Moore getting 11 or 1,200 himself. So then Robbie Anderson needs to get 
what, five or 600? Well, he had his worst year of his career last year with 519 receiving yards. Year before that, Robbie Anderson had a, over 1,000 yards. I believe he led the led the Panthers in targets that 2020 season, you know, led him to be kind of overdrafted last year. But, you know, I think some of the Robbie Anderson, Baker Mayfield stuff was a little bit overblown. Uh, I don't read much into that. I think Anderson could have seven or 800 receiving yards. I think DJ Moore could have somewhere around 11 or 1,200. So this one's a, a pretty nice number at 1750. Um, Chicago. So the Bears. Uh, I already placed this bet. I actually had like a 20 or $25 free bet from something over at DraftKings that I used on this one. David Montgomery. Over 900, 900.5. <laughs> so he has to have 901 rushing yards. And over 7.5 touchdowns. So that's rushing or receiving. So I like that one. And the odds on this one are plus 290. So again, 10 bucks to win 29 I like these odds. I mean, I look at David Montgomery last year. He played in just 13 games, uh, had 849 rushing yards, seven rushing touchdowns, uh, no receiving touchdowns last year. Uh, you go back to 2020, he had over 1,000 rushing yards. He had eight rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns, so 10 total. I think if he stays healthy, if we see him play 16, 17 games, I just think this one's a lock. So I like this one for David Montgomery. Um Cincinnati, so the Bengals, uh, this would be a fun one. Jamar Chase, at least one 200-yard receiving uh, game, basically, and that's 6-1. to one. And, I mean, I don't know if you watched Jamar Chase play as a rookie, but uh guy was good, and he was very explosive. And if you look at his game log from last year, uh, yeah, against, let's see, it was at Baltimore. He had uh, over 200 yards. And then in week, was it 17, he... Uh, played the Chiefs and had 266 yards and three touchdowns in that game. So, again, this is, you know, if you look at a lot of his other games, he was pretty quiet, but this is a big play guy. We already saw him do this twice as a rookie, so I feel like at 6-1 to one odds, especially if you're a Bengals fan, you know, put some money down on this one. You know, you're if Chase goes off one week for over 200 yards, you know, you put down 5 bucks and win 30, that's going to be a nice little, nice little surprise in your DraftKings account. All right. On to the Cowboys. Uh, a lot of people aren't giving a whole lot of love to Zeke this year. I think he's fallen into like the third round, sometimes fourth round. We'll, we'll see where it settles here in a month. I think I think people will tend to go ahead and continue to take Zeke somewhat high. But this one, this prop I like for him is he needs to have 1,000 rush yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. So pretty simple um, for Zeke. He's done it before. But this is 5-1. to one. So 5-1 to one odds at this. So... This isn't like, you know, close to even odds here. This is 5-1, to one, so this is pretty nice payday. If you look at his rushing yards, I mean, he's, let's see, he's played six seasons in the NFL. He's missed the 1,000-yard rushing twice. He had 983 in 2017. He played just 10 games that year. And then he had 979 in 2020 where he missed a game. So the 1,000 yards rushing, a virtual lock. He's had double-digit rushing touchdowns three times in his six-year career. So to me, if he stays healthy, again, five to one, I like this. I thought this would be more like three to one. So I like the value here. Let's go down to Denver. So I have a few things I like here. Uh, I think a fun one for Russ is uh, to score a rushing touchdown against any any NFC West team at plus 130. So I thought that was a, that was a pretty fun one. I don't know that I'm going to put any money down on that one, but for the Broncos fans out there, 
uh, you know, playing against your division rivals. That could be a fun one because, you know, Russell Wilson likes to run in every now and then. And I went back and looked at his game log against division opponents. And this hits about, it looked like it hit about 50 or 60% of the time. So not great odds, but kind of a fun one. Uh, the one that I like for real life is Denver to start 4-0 and at 3-1. to So week one, they go back to Seattle. Nice little revenge game for Russell Wilson. I think Denver's going to win that. Week two, they host the Texans. Automatic win. <laughs> week three, they, they host the 49ers, which, like I already said, Trey Lance is going to be the guy there. I, you know, definitely not an automatic win. 49ers are always a tough team. Uh, but I don't know. I kind of like that one too. And then at week four, uh, in week four, they they go at Las Vegas. So, again, this is where it kind of gets tough. If you think Seattle might start 3-0, and uh, which I do, uh, I might put a little money on this, you know, to start 4-0 at 3-1 to odds. And then if they can make it to week four, you know, you might be able to hedge a little bit and bet the Raiders. Now, the Raiders are likely going to be a favorite in that game, but you never know. I mean, if Denver starts 3-0, it might be closer to a pick'em, um, you know, or maybe it's like minus one fifty for Vegas or something. So either way, you might have a nice little hedge opportunity there. The other one that I like probably the most for Denver um, is Jerry Judy to lead the league in receptions, and I found this one at seventy-five to one over at FanDuel. Uh, it's forty to one at DraftKings and BetMGM. I don't know about some other books. Again, those are the only three I use. I've had friends try to tell me to get on some of these other ones. I'm like. <laughs> you know, really one is probably enough, but I like having a couple of different options again to shop lines. So again, Russell Wilson's in town, Jerry Judy kind of primed for a breakout in that slot. Uh, I think he could get peppered with targets kind of like we saw Cooper cup last year. I mean, it's, it's, it feels strange to like, I'm not comparing Judy to Cooper cup, but as a 75 to one long shot to lead the league in receptions, you have a really good quarterback. Uh, Judy's a very good player. I think he's just in a good position uh, <clears throat> where this could pay off. So, yeah, I've already bet with this one. Again, a couple bucks. I'm not going crazy. I'm not betting the farm. Um, but if you, depending on what your unit size is, you know, five bucks, ten bucks, this would be a really nice payday if, if Judy hits. All right, uh, Detroit. Uh, none didn't really like a whole lot here. <laughs> I know I said I would have one for every team. So if you're a Lions fan and you think Jared Goff might throw for four thousand yards. And 25 pass touchdowns. That one's three to one. Again, I'm not crazy about that one because you know we saw golf in 14 games last year. He had just over 3,200 yards and 19 pass touchdowns. But you know, if he plays a couple more games, like if he plays a full season, uh, and you know, saw what we did in in LA. Uh, if you kind of extrapolate and think that he improves in year two, uh, you know, he has some some more weapons there than. You could you could you could stretch it out here again. It's three to one. I'm not crazy about this one, but going to just keep moving through the list here. Uh, Green Bay. So I liked one a lot, and then again, DraftKings took it off. So that I don't know. Maybe a lot of people bet this. <laughs> Christian Watson over 625 and a half receiving yards and over four and a half receiving touchdowns, and that was plus 250. So bet 100, win 250. Christian Watson, I mean, the fact that they took it off just tells me, like, again, either a lot of people were betting it or maybe the line was, I don't know, maybe it was maybe it was a good line. Maybe Watson is primed for a, a good year. fact is, we don't really know yet. Um, but if you look at some of the most 
receiving touchdowns, receiving yards. Christian Watson is like 100 to 1 for those two. I know for receiving touchdowns at DraftKings, last I saw, he was 100 to 1. And that's to lead the league in receiving touchdowns. So, again, we're talking long shot here. I've got a couple others I like better than that, but wanted to point that out. Also, Romeo Dubs, Andrew and I have talked about him before in a couple different episodes. If you're looking at the most rookie receiving yards at DraftKings, so that's just rookies, Romeo Dubs is 100 to 1. So, Again, kind of like that is a long shot. Um, we don't know. I mean, dubs could emerge. Someone's got to emerge out of there. And uh, why not him? So that's just most receiving yards among all rookies. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, 100 to 1. Long shot. Kind of like that one. Moving on to the Houston Texans. Uh, got a couple here. Uh, one is Brandon Cooks. Over 124.5 receiving yards in at least two games. And that's at plus 190. So, you know... I just talked about the unfortunate news about Mechie. Uh, so you've got Cooks and Nico Collins and a bunch of guys there who Davis Mills is going to throw to. I think I think Brandon, Brandon Cooks is going to get a lot of targets. Um, he did this once last year, all the way back in week one. It looks like he had 132 yards. Um, if you look at his 2020 game log, Brandon Cooks had one, two, three such games of over you know 125 receiving yards or more. So, yeah, I kind of like this one uh, for Cooks. Um, again, I mentioned Nico Collins. Going back to most receptions, you never know. Uh, now, this is to lead the league in receptions, so it's super unlikely. Uh, he's 150-1 to 1 over at DraftKings, so I wanted to put that out there as a super long shot. But, again, Jerry Judy's my guy for there. Because uh, I, I like to take long shots for these categories. Even if I'm just going to bet, like, five bucks here and there, um, I don't like to have my money tied up in these season-long bets unless it's going to have a nice little payout. So I don't like putting $20, $100 down on a season-long bet that might just be like payout even odds, you know? So I'm looking at mostly long shot bets here, like probably nothing shorter than like 30 to 1. And I've got a couple that I still have yet to get to that are around that area. Um, And I know I've been talking about some of these that are like 3 to 1, you know, 4 to 1, etc. But like, I've been, like I said, I've been using some like $10 and $20 free bets on some of these that I've been talking about. Okay. Uh, oh, the other one I like for Houston is for them to start 0-4 <laughs> over at MGM is a laughable plus 150. So, yeah, uh, bet MGM thinks that Houston is pretty likely to start 0-4, and I do too. This is another team I think is going to really struggle to win some games this year. goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. Um, you can also kind of look at their schedule and say, okay, when's their first win going to be? I kind of like this. I'm going to sprinkle on a couple of these um, just to see how the season plays out. Because if they start like 0-6, 0-7, I'm looking at their first win. Maybe they beat the Titans at home in Week 8, which is 20-1. to They play at the Giants Week 10, which would pay 35-1. to Or uh, I'm looking at Week 11, (laughs) they play Washington. And if they beat them at home as their first win, so they'd have to start the season, you know, 0-9, 0-10 here, uh, that's 55-1. to 1. So, I don't know. These are some fun bets, I think. I, I hit a couple last year. Um, I didn't take any – I didn't hit anything that went out that far. But I think the ones where you're looking at, like, week three, week four and trying to project are pretty fun. All right, Indy. Um, the one that I already put a few bucks down, which I think is just fun, is Jonathan Taylor over 1999.5 rushing yards so 
to hit 2,000 rushing yards for Jonathan Taylor, 25 to one. So again, I, I like these. I like a long shot bet. Um, he had eight over 1,800 rushing yards last year. He did play all 17 games, but if you look at Jonathan Taylor's game log, I mean, he had a ton of like these hundred like. It seemed like every every week toward the end of the season, really second half, he was like 100 yards, getting close to 200 yards in some games. He had a really slow start to the season. If you look at four out of his first five games, he had under 65 rushing yards in those. So, you know, if you look at how he finished the season, I don't know if he's going to get the same kind of workload, but man, if he can get if he can get 20 to 25 carries a game, I think he can get 20 uh, 2,000 rushing yards. And at 25 to one. If he stays healthy, this would be a fun one. Uh, the other the other guy I've talked up uh, quite a bit on other podcast episodes is uh, Michael Pittman. Yeah, I have him at uh, like leading the league in receiving yards, fifty to one at MGM and FanDuel. It's thirty five to one on DraftKings, so you're getting some value if you're shopping that one. And then most receiving touchdowns for Michael Pittman, forty to one. I don't know. I might play both of those. Uh, I just really like how things are setting up for him this year. I think. I think the targets are just going to be monstrous for Michael Pittman. Uh, and I just really like the way he looked. I think Matt Ryan could get tunnel vision. Uh, we saw Julio put up some big big years with Matt Ryan in Atlanta. And yeah, I will compare a young Michael Pittman to Julio Jones. Why not? Um, and Matt, Matt Ryan can still get the ball out. So yeah, as long as these two guys stay healthy, this could be a fun season-long one to keep an eye on. I guess we need to give one for Jacksonville. Uh I, again, with these with these bad teams, it's really hard to find one that you, that you like. But I looked at Trevor Lawrence having a 400 yard pass uh, pass game, pass yard game. Um, but it's plus 130, so again, it doesn't really excite me too much. If you look at his game log last year, uh, Lawrence did not have anywhere near a game with 400 passing yards. So yeah, I'm not crazy about that one. Um, but again, I wanted to pick one for each. Next up are the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes to have 400 passing yards in at least two games. That's at plus 140 on DraftKings. Again, not 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 a huge payout, but if you look at last year, I mean he had over 400 passing yards in a playoff game against the Steelers. Um, he also did it two other times in the regular season, and he came really close. <laughs> in, in Washington, he had 397. Again, he doesn't have Tyree Kill there, but they have Juju. They have MVS. Um, you know. They still have Kelsey, of course. I don't know. Like, two games over 400 yards. It's close to even odds, but I, th- I think it's a it's a likely one. It's one for, a, again, there's a lot of Chiefs fans out there, so this is a nice one uh, that you could play. Speaking of MVS, if you're thinking that he's going to break out and have a big year and be that guy who could replace Tyreek Hill, well, to lead the league in receiving yards at DraftKings, he's 130-1, to and that compares to 66-1 to at MGM. Same goes for most receiving touchdowns. He's 100 to one at DraftKings and 66 to one over at MGM. So, again, someone's going to emerge here and have. I mean, it's possible that it's even. I didn't even mention the rookie Sky Moore. Uh, maybe maybe Mahomes spreads it around a little, a little bit more. Maybe Kelsey has a monster year. Very possible. But I think it's also possible that MVS hits a lot of big deep, you know, touchdowns. So, again, these are long shots. Could be fun. Another long shot, uh, Ronald Jones, to lead the league in touchdowns, rushing touchdowns rather, at 100 to one. Not super likely to happen, but again, it's 100 to one. Um, it looked like Clyde Edwards-Helaire started the year on the pup list, as I mentioned at the top of the show. 
I don't know what's going on there. Might be nothing. But Clyde, Clyde Edwards Alaire also has not done a whole lot in his young career. And, um, you know, they brought back, brought back Jarek McKinnon. Um, but Ronald Jones is there for a year, year contract, kind of a prove it deal. If he's the goal line back for a really good offense, 100 to 1 seems like, why not put a buck or two on that for most to lead the league in rushing touchdowns? All right, we have uh, the Rams are next on the list. I kind of like Allen Robinson and Van Jefferson to combine for 1,500 receiving yards. Uh, that's at plus 160. It's, uh, you know, I'm looking at Allen Robinson. He's had. He's had seasons where he's had 1,100, 1,200. He even had 1,400 receiving yards way back in 2015 in Jacksonville. Um, if the guy can stay healthy, now he's not the number one option, but the Rams are going to throw. I, I think Allen Robinson could have 1,000 yards. Uh, and Van Jefferson, you know, he had 800 yards last year. Um, no more Odo Beckham Jr. Uh, Robert Woods is gone. I think these top three receivers are kind of, uh, that's who they have. So I kind of like this one for these guys to combine uh, for those numbers. Um, oh, I skipped over. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Yeah, so speaking of Allen Robinson, wanted to go back. I, I like him to potentially lead the league uh, in receiving touchdowns as well. He's 30-1 to 1 at MGM. So, again, this is getting kind of high for me. There's so many guys, you know, who we're not even ta- who I'm not even talking about who are like 8-1, to 10-1, to 12-1. So, again, I'm just giving the guys who I like as longer shots. And I really like Allen Robinson a lot this year. Um, I did skip over the LA Chargers. Um, did want to point out that a lot of people like them to win the Super Bowl this year. And that's when I was looking at the player props, I didn't really find anything that I liked a lot. But if I was going to put a bet down, I might just put five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever, on them to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they're 16 to 1 right now, MGM and FanDuel. I know the Chargers <laughs> have not done it. They always seem to be that team that people are hyping up and never live up to expectations. Um, but so, you know, I don't know, maybe this is their year. They've kind of retooled. They've gotten better on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, like what they did in the draft. Um, Justin Herbert, like this is a young quarterback who you can build, you know, through free agency around him and actually sign big time players in the off season because he is on this, uh, contract and, you know, guys like Kyler Murray who just got signed, like it's really hard to build around a contract like that, but you can build around a rookie contract that Justin Herbert's on. So. I do like the Chargers uh, as a Super Bowl, uh, potential Super Bowl winner this year. So that's the one I'll give for them. All right. So after the Rams, I've got the Las Vegas Raiders, which is still weird to say. But um, yeah, the one I like here is Devontae Adams uh, to have at least one 200 uh, receiving yard game at six to one. So if I go back to his game log last year, he did. He had one such game. Uh, look, looks like it was at Cincinnati overtime game. Um, go back in his game log. I mean, obviously Devonte Adams is a, a superstar. I think he's going to be get tons of targets there in Vegas. Hook him back up with his college buddy. I just think that you know why not? Not just one game where he has over two hundred yards receiving. Um, so six to one, kind of like that one. Uh, again, another one that I like. Haven't mentioned most passing touchdowns. I didn't really like anyone for most passing yards, um, any long shots there. But looking at leading the league in passing touchdowns, I kind of like Derek Carr at 18-1. to 1. I have one or one other guy I'll get to a little bit later, but there's a couple guys here that I like in this area. Um, next up is uh, Miami. So I just mentioned Devontae Adams to have at least one 200-yard receiving game. 
at six to one. Tyreek Hill to have one such game is twelve to one. So way better odds. A lot more bang for your buck. Um, I personally am not much of a believer in Tyreek Hill, but if you know if Tua takes the next step, you know like they've got Tyreek Hill, they've got Waddle there. Um, again, this is a twelve to one kind of long shot bet. If you're a Dolphins fan, <laughs> this would be a fun one. If Tyreek Hill just has a you know a great game one week, and we saw him do this quite you know a few times with Mahomes, and uh, if Tua can get him the ball, yeah, I don't see why he can't do it. So uh, next up is the Minnesota Vikings. So I mentioned another such quarterback I liked. I like Kirk Cousins to also potentially lead the league in passing touchdowns. Uh, you know they've got a new new coach there uh, and for, coming over from the Rams, Kevin O'Connell. I think they might have a little bit more high-paced offense. Maybe throw the ball a little bit more. Just getting a, getting getting some fresh faces in there. Maybe some new ideas. Again, Vikings are a team that I might bet a little bit this year. Just sprinkle on Super Bowl. They're forty-five to one. I know they haven't done it. Um, they're also twenty to one just to win the NFC East. <laughs> just win the NFC East. Uh, they're plus two sixty-five. I've seen to win the North. Again. Uh, the Packers could take a step back. Um, I don't know. I just think at some point, <laughs> I, at some point, I just feel like the Vikings are going to have a good year, and having the coaching turnover and some, like I said, some some new ideas and stuff in there. I kind of like that. As far as props, there's a couple I like actually. Dalvin Cook to have at least one 200 uh, rush yard game at 10 to one. He had a game like this last year against Pittsburgh. He had over 200 rushing yards in a game, so he did it once last year. So 10 to 1, kind of like that. And then uh, just, Justin Jefferson to have at least one 200 receiving yard game is plus 550. So a lot worse odds there for a guy who did not have one such game last year. But he did have a 182-yard receiving game in Detroit uh, in December. So, and you know, I, he's the odds-on favorite right now to lead the league in receiving yards. I think Justin Jefferson is just prime for a breakout. Let's hope the, the young guy stays healthy. I think this could be a good one. Um... Next up is the New England Patriots. Uh, so this is a wacky one. I didn't really find a good one that I liked. So let me just say this one on, on DraftKings. Patriots to win all regular season home games. 50 to 1. Okay, this is definitely for the Patriots fans. So, <laughs> I mean, this one could blow up, uh, you know, as soon as like, what is it, week three or something, they host the Ravens at home and their home opener. Uh, you know, it could go right out the window right away, but... Here are the, here's the Patriots' home games. They play the Ravens, the Lions, the Bears, the Colts, the Jets. Then we get into December, and they face the Bills, the Bengals, and the Dolphins. Um, now, it's getting cold then. Um, you never know what will happen with injuries in the NFL. I actually think if the Patriots can get by Baltimore, uh, you know, in this September home opener, I think the, you know, the middle of the schedule is pretty nice for their home game. So, again, at 50-1... to 1, uh, that's, I don't know. That's a fun one. All right, let's go to the saints again. I didn't really have a great one here from the DraftKings like specials, but one that I already put a couple bucks on is, uh, Alvin Kamara to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. So over at DraftKings, it was 65 to one, 40 to one on FanDuel. So, um, getting some good value there on DraftKings. This is of course, hoping that, uh, we find out in a week that maybe, he pleads not guilty, and maybe we go his, uh, you know, he doesn't have a court date until after this season. Maybe he plays all, if he stays healthy, he could play this whole whole year out. So that's kind of what I'm banking on there, because obviously if he misses 
six games or something, this one's out the window. All right, let's get through the rest of the here. I got I got a few more. Um, the Giants. Um, the one that I like for the Giants. I've got a couple here. One fun one. If you're a Giants fan, Giants to beat Dallas, Washington, and Philly each at least once, plus two eighty. So, you know, if you want to root a little extra for your for your team to beat your division opponents, uh, that's a fun one. Uh, also, going back to most receptions, Kadarius Tony is a hundred to one on Fanduel. I thought that one was kind of interesting. Uh, someone is going to need to catch some passes there for the Giants. Again, this is a long shot. I don't like this nearly as much as Jerry Judy at 75 to 1, but um, it caught my eye, I would say, as, as one in that 100 plus range. Staying in New York uh, for the Jets. If you want a player prop, I think a fun one could be Brees Hall, 1,000 rushing yards and at least nine rushing touchdowns. That's 11 to 1. So not bad there. Um, going to the actual Jets, I kind of, again, this is another team I think is, could struggle. Um, under five and a half wins, plus 130. I like that. Jets to start 0-4, plus 250. Uh, you know, weeks one through three, they play Baltimore at Cleveland, and then they play the Bengals at home. They face the Steelers uh, week four. So you could, again, kind of like the one we talked about earlier, um, you know, you could kind of hedge that and, and have their first win coming against Pittsburgh at plus 700. But I just like the Jets to start 0-4 at plus 250. Um, you could sprinkle again later on them. First win versus Miami at 10-1 to or week 8 versus New England at 28-1. to So that's pretty spicy there. All right. Um, let's see. Philly. All right. Going in alphabetical order here if you couldn't tell. Uh, so Philly, they've got a couple interesting ones. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith to have 2,000 combined receiving yards. That's even money. Again, this one to me feels like a sucker bet. I mean, if one of those guys obviously gets injured, you're toast. Um, not crazy about that one. I just kind of put it because it's like, I know like I've got some some Philly friends. If someone's listening, they're probably going to want to hear a couple. Um, to win the division is plus 165, kind of like that. Jalen Hurts to lead the league in rushing touchdowns, 30-1 to 1 on MGM. I saw it at 21, 20 to 1 on DraftKings. So maybe getting a little bit of value uh, with this one. And then, again, talking about like a hot start to the season potentially, the Eagles, they could start 4-0, plus 350. They play at Detroit week one. Then they host the Vikings. They go at Washington, and then they host the Jags. So I know I just got done talking about the Vikings taking a step up. That's probably like the one I would fear the most. <clears throat> on that list, but that's a home game. You know, that's their home opener. So I, I, I look at the Eagles. I kind of like them to start 4-0, plus 350. All right, sorry, I'm having to scroll down a little bit here. Um, let's go to Pittsburgh. Najee Harris to have uh, 150 rushing yards in any game, 3-1 to one odds. So not bad. He did it once last year. He's going to get a huge workload. So that keeping that one pretty simple. I don't have any others there. Uh, Seattle <laughs> just, just got done talking about the 50 to one for the Patriots to win all of their home games. Well, what about Seattle to win all of their home games? That's 300 to one. So if you're a Seahawks fan, maybe you're a season ticket holder and you're going to all the home games. Why don't you put a couple bucks on that? Why not? Sure. It could all go out the window week one when you play, when you play against Russell Wilson and the Broncos, maybe just hedge that bet. Um, you know, after that, here's your, here are your other home games. You play the Falcons next. The Cardinals, the Giants, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Niners, the Jets, and am I seeing the Rams? 
sorry, I think it's the Rams. <clears throat> so again, some of those some of those teams are very beatable. Um, Got to get past Russell Wilson week one, but uh, again, I think that's I think that's kind of a fun one there. Okay, staying in the division, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, one that I like here is uh, Debo Samuel to have at least 150 receiving yards uh, in a game, any game. It's, it's plus 140. So you look at his game log last year. He did this four times, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. And he had all those rushing yards, if you look at his game log for the second half of the year. Um, I, I think it's very possible they might even kind of scale the rushing back. Uh, I think it's... I think it's pretty likely. I mean, I know we've got, we're, I just got done talking about Trey Lance at the top of the show. Uh, throws in a little bit unknown, but as long as Debo's there, uh, I think he reported a training camp. You know, what I mean is as long as he doesn't get traded or something. So I know there was some offseason chatter about that. Uh, yeah, 150 receiving yards in a game. He did it a bunch last year, plus 140. All right, the Bucks. Um, I'll just mention them uh, here. Brady. Over 4650 passing yards and Mike Evans to have 11 touchdowns, receiving touchdowns, plus 250. Again, this is looking at last year's stats, but I do think Mike Evans probably is a shoe-in for double-digit touchdowns. 11? I mean, he, he's done it the last couple years, um, and, and Brady's coming off a great year, of course. What I, what I like for them is, is to reach the NFC Championship game at plus 140. Or if you think they'll, they'll win that, you can have them win to win the NFC at 3-1. to one. I look at their schedule. I think this is a team uh, that is built to win 13, 14 games. So I think this is one that you could put a decent chunk of money on preseason. Guys stay healthy. I think this one could be like, you know, they, they make it to the NFC Championship game. You might be able to throw a nice little hedge if you want to bet on the other side. I just think the Bucks are going to be right back in the mix at the end. All right, two more teams to go. Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry to have at least 150 rush yards in two games, two or more, and that's two to one. So again, not a, not a ton here, but Henry uh, did this in a couple games last year. Again, his season was shortened by injury. If you go back and look at his, you know, his recent history, I mean, this is a guy he's going to get a ton of usage. Uh, this just feels like a lock. I might need to go bet this as soon as I'm done recording, even though it's just two to one. Um, and then the last one, uh, Washington. Now the Commanders. Terry McLaurin over 149 and a half receiving yards in at least one game. That's two to that's two to one. So I like that. I think I think Wentz is going to lock in on McLaurin. I, I also think that he could be a guy you may want to consider at most receiving yards uh, to lead the to lead the NFL at 50 to one. Um, not sure if I'm going to place that one myself, but again, I think you know. Again, there's there's, pro- there's probably some Washington fans out there uh, listening and. If you, you know, McLaurin, I think is, is prime for a good year. So, uh, that's it. I made it through all 32 teams. I can't believe I talked that long this time, but I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got some nuggets there. I hope you found a couple bets that maybe you might be able to place. Um, I'll post this on Twitter. Let me know, uh, if you liked it, if you, if you didn't like some, let's have a conversation and you can follow me on Twitter at Barton Wheeler. Uh, Andrew and I appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Andrew underscore Seifter. If you like the show, please follow, subscribe, rate, and review. I'm out of here. You've been listening to the Rest of Season Rankings Podcast. Go to www.rosrankings.com for more.